Welcome to the Wildly Tarot Podcast. Hi, Esther. Hello, Holly. Hello, hello. My timing is all off this morning because I've been working on a croissant recipe for several days with our friend Natalie, and uh-huh. I thought that everything would move slowly enough that I would not have to interrupt recording to do this, but I'm going to have to. So we'll have some croissant breaks throughout. This is my first time ever making a laminated dough like this. So it's fucking intimidating as hell, Esther. I wish you were making something crunchy. So like the croissant breaks auditably could be like could a, make cr- crunchy, a crunchy noise in the audio You still format. can. <laughs> But it's just not the same. Like, if we're talking That's about croissants, true. you just want it, like that nice little, like, puff of air with butter yeah. coming out or you whatever. You can put, like, some sort of, like, French, little like, Frenchy oh, music. Oh, oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try to, I'm going to only do it in times where we're not actively in a segment. I'll wait okay. till breaks. Okay, wait till breaks. Okay, okay, okay. Got it. <laughs> but I'm so excited. I've never done yeah. any sort of recipe this complicated. I don't think I ever will again because. Lamination's it takes tough. forever. Lamination's and tough. it also, you need to use your fridge. Like the fridge is basically out of commission. I've had mm-hmm. to use both shelves like the entire week, <laughs> weekend because of it. So uh-huh. we shall see. I'm sure they'll be fantastic. Actually, yeah. Because actually they'll be great. It'd be great. I think they gotta be, you know, they gotta be. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> I did Amish pickled eggs for my, my weekly um, experiment. So that Yum. went really well. So yeah, I think I'm I great. love it. Mm-hmm. charge of the card of the day today and i'm gonna use my spark magic deck Ooh, okay. rather than a tarot deck i was thinking I, today like we should do like an all oracle day someday yeah i think we can plan something not that today be, like not today it's too too late it's, it's too late for today oracle but deck. that would be a great yeah. idea and especially because as claire goodchild from black of the moon announced in our facebook group just casually, <laughs> casually the other day she redesigned the Compendium, Compendium of Constellations, Constellations again uh-huh. to include the keywords, yeah. which was a Request. struggle that some people were having with her new edition. So yeah. she's probably going to do pre-orders for that at some point. I think we she should said definitely the, make her talk to us about it. I think that like on is her Discord, like February 18th or, or 16th? February, it's Discord? February 16th because I think it's my aunt's birthday. But it's in her Discord. <laughs> the way that we remember things, you know? It's just yeah. always she hilarious. Did a, she did, like, do a date in her Discord, like, I want to say yesterday. Let's see. Let's see. Reminders and alerts is probably where she put it. No. I don't check. You don't dis- at Discord at all. I'm, like, looking at stuff from November. Because our D&D group has messages, and you have not looked at them at all. Oh, shoot! I don't think I have alerts. Oh, yeah. February 16th is yeah, yeah. launch day. Okay. I don't think that I have alerts set up correctly. <laughs> I'll fix that. Okay. Um. Yeah. So that would be a really fun thing to yeah. do in conjunction with the Compendium of Constellations we released. Yeah, Just yeah. do an all Oracle deck. Yeah. But I used the Spark Magic deck for my year ahead spread. Mm-hmm. I talked about it on Instagram, but basically I wanted to give myself tasks for each month. Yeah. So... The Spark Magic and then the Spark Happiness. They're both from Chronicle Books. And I got them at a winery in my hometown oh. just impulsively. They look like little matches, which is really cute. And each of them has like a little task to do. Oh. So this task is something we can all do to spark magic in our lives. I love that. Let's see how it goes. 
And it really does look like a matchbook. With that matchbook, which for me as somebody who loves fire too much, is like very. <laughs> this thrilling. is true. I mean, as of last week's episode, the fire. Oh, this one's sweet. All right, so our card for the day is write a letter to the next person who pops into your head. Oh. So that doesn't have to mean a sent letter. Just write a letter to whoever you think of next. Yeah. So they can be living or deceased, whatever. Yeah. Just write them a letter. That mm, sounds like a really great nice. way to sort of like flex some mm-hmm. little loving magic. I do like that. Oh, that's sweet. I'm totally in. So cool. Yeah. Card of the day. That's fun. That's fun. <laughs> Well, our first question of the episode is from Katie, and she asks, I have two questions. The first is general tarot related. When pulling multiple cards for a position or for a general energy reading, do you put emphasis on any one card or see them as equal? Is the first card the main card with the second card being support? Do we want to answer that before we move on? Yeah, sure. Because that one's the like, yeah, really short. They're totally separate questions. Right, right, right. So that seems fair. Yeah. I think it doesn't really matter whatever you're most comfortable Mm -hmm. with. I know with Lenormand, we always have like the subject and then the objects or whatever. Um, But for tarot, as long as you have a method that works for you, then do that. Mm -hmm. I tend to put equal weight on all of the cards. Yeah. For each like position. I don't think that I prioritize it based on when it comes out in the reading. But if that's something that you're feeling drawn to and helps your readings be stronger, then go for it. Right. I think if we're pulling like, two cards for one position i tried to do it like a fusion of what they both could mean like a yeah, com- combination a good point. of them yeah. uh i at least in tarot i don't unless a major arcana card comes out i really don't place significance of one over another because to me major arcana cards are majors you know there's a bit yeah. more of an umph energy sort of, of to them with lenormand typically I do have a like sense of an energy or presence of one card being more significant than the other. Yeah, totally. But that's just the nature of Lenormand in general because it's more of a right. symbolic thing and not that every yeah. meaning is like the same or whatever. So, or like yeah, totally. every me- there is like a pivotal, you know, meaning for every card like the two of pentacles or, you know, something like that. That's so. a distinct right. meaning. Right. Yeah, I think that that's like a really good point. Yeah. But again, if you have to just figure out what works best for exactly, you. Exactly, yeah. kind of the only way to do it. Yeah, yeah. Not that that's helpful. How about choose one, try it yeah. consistently over several weeks, and then if that doesn't seem to work for you, choose it the other way. Yeah. And then try that for several Experimenting weeks. Experimenting is totally fine in tarot. Like, there's... Yeah, If exactly. you decide one, you know, if you decide one way this week and then change your mind next week, that's totally fine. No one's keeping yeah. count. You, you're the only person who it matters to. Exactly. This is for you. Yes. So it's not a big deal if yeah. you change your mind. Exactly. And we should always be changing our mind and totally. like adjusting the way we're reading to be mm-hmm. more useful or specific or whatever. Like yeah. that's a really important part of being a human is yeah. like adapting to new information. And exactly. that still goes the same for tarot reading. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. And the second question awesome. is more personal. I'm feeling yes. pretty stuck when it comes to my tarot practice. I want to do more tarot, but every time I sit down, I have no idea what to ask the cards. I want to learn more. I want to read more consistently, but I keep holding myself back. I still feel like such a newbie after two years. I'm still second guessing all my interpretations, especially court cards. I still can't seem to make my own spreads. So my question is, what is blocking me from reading more? How do I break through this block and what can I do to deepen my relationship with tarot? Firstly, I think that court cards are something that I still second guess sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it's really, really normal. I think finding a strategy that works for you is a good idea. We have a couple of episodes 
where we talk about it specifically, including one where we review the Ethany book about yes. court cards. So that might be a good thing to revisit. Queering the Tarot also has a good court card section as well, if I yeah, remember correctly. That's true. That's a really good point. Um, and also two years is like not that much in the grand scheme of thing, no. things. So I don't think that it's a problem with you that you still feel unsure after two mm-hmm. years. Yeah, totally. At all. Um, we also have answered questions before about like what you can do if you want to pull cards daily, but don't want to read for yourself daily. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of those are like, you know, pulling a card for the theme of the day or pulling a cards for fictional characters or finding a spread a day kind of book and mm-hmm. doing exercises that way or pulling two random cards to practice combining meanings of cards to create a cohesive story. Like Mm -hmm. there are a lot of different things that you can do that can increase your usage of tarot without increasing your overthinking of personal situations. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Which is like a big hurdle for people. Yeah. We don't want you to get super in your head about stuff, but using cards all the time should feel some like something you can do. Yeah. But should we pull cards for how to break through the block or if there is a block in a reading? Well, yeah, let's see what's blocking me. Cause I mean, I'm like, I'm like, you don't know how, you don't feel like you know how you have any questions, but these are excellent questions to even ask yourself. Yeah. Like, these are great questions. Like, yeah, totally. Don't, don't like over, don't overthink your own questions that they need to be like flowery or big, or they could just be like little small things. Like how is my meeting at work going to be today? Why is my yeah. computer being a shithead? You know, like, <laughs> yeah, like what well, I think there's a reason that something like the enchanted week ahead spread is the spread that I use the most often yeah. because it's, it's not that specific. Right. 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 Doing something that's like, what should I know? What should I bring with me? What should I leave behind? Mm-hmm. That sort of thing is changeable to any situation. Yeah. It could be about a week. It can be about a trip. It could be about a year. Mm-hmm. It could be about a meeting. Like there's so much more adapting you can do. So I don't think that there's like, like, writing your own spreads is a sign of excellent reading. yeah exactly i mean and and our friend kim she made like the spread machine oracle so if you're yeah. not comfortable using like making your own spreads buy that deck and it will it's like four billion spreads that you can make yeah you for infinite, yourself basically as far as we're concerned in the shortness of human lives yes infinite spreads. <laughs> infinite spreads <laughs> But yeah, let's do a uh, what's blocking Katie yeah. from reading. Okay. Two, three, four, six, seven. I got temperance. And I got the Eight of Pentacles and the Queen of Cups. Okay, I just pulled one. Temperance is enough. <laughs> I like those three together, though, because I think that temperance being maybe temperance between the Eight of Pentacles and the Queen of Cups, yeah. like the hardcore working versus the understanding and knowing mm-hmm. is sort of where you're struggling to strike that balance. Yeah. Like, you need to work on trusting yourself in addition to the hardcore studying mm-hmm. that you would like to do. Um, and so that is the block is like not being able to find the balance that feels the most comfortable between those two methods of moving forward with tarot reading. Yeah. There's not that alchemical blending that's going on between the two. You're either psyching yourself out. Like I'm not using my intuition enough or I'm not using my knowledge enough. You know, there's not that, like Holly said, there's not that balance that you're striking that combination, that fusion that's going on. Yeah, exactly. So then how do we break through that? Okay. So how does Or how do we encourage more alchemistry? Might even be more specific. Yeah. 
And then we can utilize that temperance a little bit more. Yeah. So how to encourage more connection between those two sides, okay. basically. Okay. Huh, I got two knights. And I got the ten of swords. Huh. So I got the knight of swords and the knight of wands. If I think there is some addressing of, like, maybe some pain mm-hmm. or a recognition of something that's kind of happened that's kind of preventing them from from like connecting those two dots even if it's just pain associated with being wrong mm-hmm. like the shame and pain associated with like incorrectness yeah. and like that sort of thing might even be because well, yeah specific cuz yeah cuz with the knights that are there they're like Fat, they're very quick to talk, quick to sass back, yeah. quick to act. Quick to act, yeah. And, like, I think there's a certain, like, because, like, I mean, this this Ten of Swords is, like, kind of, I mean, he's about to stand up, but this still yeah. very, very painful looking. Like, sorry about that. So, I, so I, that's why I'm kind of going to that pain aspect where it seems like there may be something, like, a lack within yourself that you're feeling that's kind of encouraging like negative self-talk negative thoughts the all of these things that are like in like that are preventing you from moving forward because they're like swords stabbing you in the back like all this negative energy this painful stuff that's being brought to the forefront for you yeah i think that makes a lot of sense and with the knights being kind of the way to move through that, it's like actually doing something rather than just like sitting in sort of the thoughts of the pain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you need to then take the steps forward and having it be the knight of swords and the knight of wands is like, that is very much like a rationalizing and acting sort of knight situation mm-hmm. rather than like a sort of internal knight situation. It's more, a little bit more external and like out in the world. And then the Knight of Swords also is always that knight that's, like, a little bit reckless. So Mm -hmm. maybe, like, figuring out ways to sort of, like, out-of-the-box ways to cut through some of that pain. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe, like, adjust the mindset about yourself. Because this is more, like, internalistic feeling with all of, like, the, with the Ten of Swords and, like, all the the two swords that are coming up are more thoughts and more, like, intellect sort of things. Yeah. And so that night, that night of wands is like pushing you forward, pushing you out. Yeah. And movement and, and like moving, progressing forward, despite kind of what your negative self-talk is kind of trying to convince you that you're at. Right. So let's do what she can do to deepen her relationship with tarot more generally to see if that offers like additional motion forward for this blockage. I got the Ace of Pentacles and the Tower. And I got the Eight of Pentacles, which is kind of mirroring your first pull. Yeah, I got the Eight of Pentacles there, too. 
All right. So, but that again sort of means that like the where the problem is arising is that you're not striking the balance between this like sense of knowing and sense of learning. Mm-hmm. So then if the how you can deepen it is like both your knowing cards, but then also an ace of pentacles and the tower is kind of breaking down what you had been doing to continue learning and finding out a new way to sort mm-hmm. of like start kind of fully over with your understanding and like, I guess like, yeah, understanding and capabilities with it. Like yeah. let yourself start kind of from the beginning again in yeah. some ways, because what you've done already has sort of trapped you in the sense of like needing to know more and maybe knowing more could be paired more closely with, doing something new right. rather than like continuing what you had been doing. And with, I'm kind of going back to like, it's kind of like you're afraid to do something wrong. Like with this right. 10 of swords, like coming out. Yeah. And like, the tower being, and the there, tower being totally. there. Like, and that's what it's saying. Like start from scratch. You know, you're not going to do anything wrong. Like all of this right. work is just you and you acting it as what's, is what is important. Like there is no way to do this wrong. And so stop being paralyzed by it. Stop the negative thinking about that. Oh, if I do something wrong, it's going to be, you know, horrible. You know, I'm going to be catastrophic. Yeah. Yeah. All of this tower moments. No, that's not the case at all. This is you, you using your hard work and applying it. Right. And then, you know, guess what? Sometimes stuff happens. Being but cool with having a tower moment. Exactly. You know, and just like we always try to go back to, I mean, just like it's like a force of habit now. The tower moment from the witch tarot that we like so much. Yeah. Everyday witch tarot. Everyday witch. Where yeah. you're the one I in control of the fall. You're the one in, yeah. in that, you know, that it has the power to make the fall happen. Let yourself. Yeah. yeah, totally. And so. Exactly. In thinking about that, like the power that's here with the the tower and the ace of pentacles like start fresh but it's like a fresh start with a beautiful seed that's gonna you know be beautiful and it won't come along with all that negative self-thinking and like that you're yeah. doing wrong at all yeah being more o- almost being more open to tower i was like not like truly 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 destructive something you're, oh, you're fine. a little bit more control over yeah yeah I like it. Good luck, Katie. Yes, good luck. And don't, oh, I mean, I, I know it sounds so trite to be like, don't overthink it. But yeah. if you're getting in your head too much about doing it right or wrong, just mm-hmm. try, commit to something for a little bit. And then if that doesn't work, try something else. Yeah. Like we have our whole lives to develop the skill and use these tools. And mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be something that you're like a total pro at right Exactly. Away. Right. Right. And even pros get it wrong. Like that's like, yeah, it's like the Instagram filter of it all. People get it wrong constantly. Yeah. They just don't show totally. it. Totally. Exactly. <laughs> Except for us on a couple episodes ago. That was catastrophic. <laughs> Listen to it again though, people. Yeah, exactly. Here you I need struggle. it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. Now go I check on your it. laminated bread. Well, good luck, Katie. <laughs> okay. I'm going to go put my croissants in the oven really quickly. I'll be back shortly. And yes, this okay. is hilarious. I'm so sorry, Esther. <laughs> it's it's okay. like the middle of the night for you. It's I'm okay. the worst. It's okay. Right it's back. okay. <laughs> I'm bringing my phone this time in case you need me. Okay. 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 <laughs> but it, I should be only gone for two minutes. Oh, you're fine. It's fine. It's fine. A little bit more than two minutes. Sorry. I have the most exciting news in the world to tell you. Tell me. My friend told me, Esther, you need to get on the Wordle puzzle today because I want to show you my answers. Because among yes. my among my Korean friends here, this is this is our daily game we play. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've okay. been playing every day too. Okay, okay. Yesterday I did not get it. Oh no, so yesterday annoying. was so annoying. Okay, so I play. <laughs> so I played today's like today in Korea because it because they now have the time change proper. So we play. So he was oh, like, good. Esther, 
tell me when you play because I want to talk to answers about you to the about the answer with you. And I was like, okay. So I do it and I get it in three. Like which Shut is up. which is amazing for me. Because usually one is is this the proxy one? No, no, no. This is this is this is the next one. This is the one after <sighs> proxy. Proxy was frustrating <sighs> as heck. And we're not spoiling anybody because this will be released a leak later. So you yeah, missed yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I won't tell you today's Proxy word. was today's. Yesterday's with the Shire was stupid. I didn't get I was. I, I got it. I was like, are you kidding me? This is a real thing. Like how many, how many words have S H and R? Oh, what did I have? I had S H I. Uh-huh. And then I tried, I tried chill. I I didn't get it. I got to the very end and didn't get it at all. I think I had S H blank R and I was like, so I tried sure and I got the E and I tried, I was like Shire. Shire is a hobbit thing. It's not real. I know somebody, what what, I think Jenny was like, I think that that's a proper noun. Like I thought it was a noun. Yeah, I thought it was something that could be Exactly. No, it's real because a friend of mine was like, I was bored in one. I was like, shut up. (laughs) I still got it, but yes. (laughs) Anyway, for proxy, I uh-huh. didn't get the first one. I got not a single letter. Nothing for three of them for me. <laughs> like literally gray boxes everywhere. And I was like, an X. Everyone was saying that X's were just basically never going to happen, which I guess lies. They did the whole once, point. But yes, it did totally. Well, I'm excited to see tomorrow. Yes, you'll see it tomorrow. Three is amazing. I'm so <laughs> proud me, of you. I'm just like, I'm like, what? Esther, the English teacher who has, speaks no English practically anymore? I keep telling myself, like, I know this is not an actual testament to my oh, no. intelligence. No. And yet I and, still, when I don't get it, I'm like beating myself up for the rest of the day. Well, I, I'm not beating myself up. I'm just like, okay, this is not fair. I, I would like to buy a vowel. Thank you very much. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Isn't there one way? I, I will give you $10 if you reveal a single letter. A single letter. Me. Exactly. <laughs> I will buy points that are fake yeah, internet points just to be able to buy game, something though, exactly there isn't any you can only do it once per exactly day. If you don't get it you don't get it you exactly they're not like you can't accidentally fall into a trap right of paying money for it. exactly and that's what and that's what i like told my friend i'm like this is the like he's like this game is so addictive i'm like but it's like the best kind of addictive game right because you can do it once a day and then you're done with it it's like you're having yeah. like one sig a day like it's your yeah. one sig and it's like just look yeah. at my five minutes i'm good next yeah. day come back again i mean sometimes it takes me like 20 entire minutes to even guess like five <laughs> words but still I know, I know. i'm like staring like, at also, you because people are doing it like as a community yeah. you're not like getting ahead of people exactly like, all other games that want to monetize mm-hmm. it it's like well shoot i played ahead and now right. i don't know what anyone's talking well about. and what someone else said like in all these communities of people talking about the answer no one has ever actually given away the answer. Like they're all right. being so respectful and for spoiler free about it. Cause they know that the, everyone's playing f- it for funds yeah, and stuff it's like been, that. It's so just so much fun. It's so wholesome. I'm really into Wordle. It's I so love wholesome. it too. Yeah. All right. Our second question is from Kyle and Kyle says my little sister. So I just want to preface this with, it will sound like we're answering a health question or a pregnancy right, question, right, right, right. but we are not. Right. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Because Kyle did a great job of wording this in a way where we can actually be helpful. Thank you, Kyle. So good job, Kyle. (laughs) Kyle says, my little sister has been having some difficulty getting pregnant. She's been married for over a year now, and I know that they've been trying since the knot was tied. She has two beautiful stepchildren, but she's always dreamed of having her own child. I, of course, see and feel her pain and have been trying to help her in mystical ways while also being a supportive big brother. What I have done. Around (laughs) Yule, I did some candle magic. While I was setting my intentions before I lit the candle, I pulled Justice. I lit the candle and let it burn completely out. I thought Justice was interesting energy, but I read it as vaguely positive, which I love for Justice Justice. because honestly, same. (laughs) It's like, I think you're positive today. I yeah, 
exactly. Okay. <laughs> At yoga, I've been using the time to set my intentions and meditate on her being happy and healthy and healthy and pregnant. Today before class, I asked my cards if there was an energy I should focus on during today. I pulled justice. I read this as a significant, significant, what? Signifier. Signifier. Jesus Christ. <laughs> for my sister, I'm guessing based on the Yule ceremony, primarily. Yeah. I was wondering if you could ask the cards, maybe why justice? Just get to the bottom of that for me. And how can I support my sister better? Also, if you know any fertility witchcraft or resource recommendations, that would be great. So we are not like fertility, which that's never a goal. If Aster is aiming for anything, it's the literal opposite of that. Queen of pregnancy scares over here. <laughs> the, the scary thing is when I was a Christian, I did pray for many women and many women did get pregnant. Like, yeah, that was that's a weird thing about me. Yeah, I'm no, it's I, not a weird thing. It's well, a magical I, thing. It, but it's, it's just it's just like it's literally like five different women at least. Whoa, girl. It's it's a lot like, yeah, death and birth cycles um i for for what like i just know about fertility stuff i think justice kind of has appeared and just it pinging immediately is that there is a balance in her life that needs mm -hmm. to happen like there mm -hmm. is either too much stress going on or too much focus and it becoming a stressor for her yeah. So just in the sense of knowing people's bodies when they are trying to conceive, stress really does a number on someone's body. So I think right. justice from a practical standpoint is like could be asking a, for could be asking for balance. a balance, like a stricter balance in what's been going on. I also think that this is the sort of situation where it's less helpful to pull a card for it and mm -hmm. more helpful to select a card for yeah. it. Yeah. So as you're doing your sort of magical practices to try to encourage this for your sister, pull out the Empress, mm -hmm. pull out the Queen of Cups, pull out, you know, the Fool and those two yeah, cards yeah. or whatever, something where it's like a new journey and have those be the focus rather than letting your deck tell you what the focus is. Right. Because I do think that while it makes sense that you'd want to pull cards for it, when you're trying to like implement some magical control over a situation mm -hmm. it's more helpful if you go into it envisioning the result and right. select cards that that appeal to that yeah basically. yeah yeah that you you're the one to set the intention for the magical thing instead of like asking your deck to set the intention for you makes much more sense yeah right exactly exactly which is just kind of like the chaos of time you know please chaos of time give yeah. me the tower <laughs> For this like <laughs> oh geez louise <laughs> or like when you're looking at trying to find a new house or whatever yeah. pulling like the six of wands and, and the, the four, four of, of pentacles or wands yes, yeah yeah it's like, like a totally fine thing to do because yeah. there is a difference between asking for insight versus mm -hmm. expressing your desires and i think right. that in this situation expressing your desires is a totally useful and helpful way of handling yeah it. well and i've done like the tarot card packet putting like giving tarot cards and like kind of weaving yeah. them together and inside you know doing herbs and crystals that correspond or that i feel correspond you could just do a whole altar of, per of persimmons oh my gosh no um pomegranates 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 and other like like fruits that are known fertility for fertility symbols. stuff yeah. and even if you just want to write a petition to the you know a for fertility goddess or mm. even just like the fertility energy to kind of em like embody and to take your offering and to accept your offering. I think just like a whole altar moment would be and on Friday yeah. because Friday is Venus's day. 
Yeah. And so just something it like that. Hurt. It couldn't hurt. Exactly. exactly. And, most and it, taking a little bit more of the reins by selecting yeah. the card rather than having the cards come to you. Is exactly. Yeah. 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 But we should still explore like why justice, of justice in that yeah. in all of this. Yeah. And then also how you can help your sister more. Mm-hmm. And in 50 seconds, I'm going to go switch <laughs> okay. my uh, pans. Okay, okay, okay. So we'll draw cards and then ponder them for a long moment. Yeah, for a long <laughs> moment. Exactly. So what's the role of justice? Role in all of, of justice. This? Ooh, interesting. Okay, what did you get? <laughs> I got the lovers and the devil. Oh, I got the chariot and the five of swords. Okay. <laughs> that's Go. a lot. That's a lot of That's a lot of energy, energy. for this yes. justice question. Yeah, so yeah. we will ponder on this and I will be back shortly. <laughs> Too bad there's remember, no I got the lovers and the devil. The lovers and the devil. Okay. <laughs> and what did you get again? The I five got of the the swords. five of oh. <laughs> oh, it's your timer. The five of timer. swords and the chariot. <laughs> chariot and five of swords. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I will be back in a minute. Okay, okay. <laughs> All right. I'm back. Okay. What are your thoughts? Okay, so your cards were the devil and the lovers, and mine were yes. the chariot and the five of swords. Uh-huh. I think there's some, like, about justice, there's an internal balance that's not happening because Mm -hmm. we have those polars of the lovers and the devil. Mm -hmm. And then with the chariot, there's fast movement. So she's really wanting this, I think really quickly and justice is kind of, and with the five of swords, there's a bit of a internal conflict going on between the lovers and the devil happening. Yeah. So, and there's also like the component of the devil that has the lack of control. Mm -hmm. Like you're not in control of the situation. And so the more you push yourself to be able to be in control, the more that creating that balance becomes so crucial because yeah. you're off balance and feeling like, or not you, but the reason that the justice, justice is, is coming up out. so much for, for Kyle's sister is that she might be mm-hmm. experiencing this like disbalance. Yeah. Yeah. And this, and it's, I mean, it's, yeah, it is, I just think it's interesting the chariots come out because there's like there's this desire for it to happen quickly, mm-hmm. but everything's kind of off kilter. So when something is off, like when a chariot's moving and the chariot wheel is off balance, it's just gonna wobble and it's not gonna work. And I think right, that's kind of like exactly. this, like within her, what she's going through right now, everything's a bit wobbling right now. <laughs> yeah, totally, so. totally. And the con, I mean, this is obviously probably overstepping in Kyle's relationship with his sister, but there is like a component that's sort of like maybe in the relationship Mm and Kyle's sister's relationship with her partner, there's like a desire for one thing. Maybe they're not fully aligned Aligned, or there's like a little bit of a mismatch between how they're feeling about it. Mm -hmm. Like one is maybe feeling like taking it a little bit more slowly since they just got married might be helpful or something, Mm -hmm. but there's still that like focus on powering through paired with that five of swords. that makes it feel like there might, they might not be on the same page right? in terms of like how fast they want this to happen. And then the added pressure of knowing that it's a situation that you like don't really have a lot of control over to begin with Mm -hmm, makes mm -hmm. it even worse because every time it doesn't, 
happen. Right. There's like conflict about like, well, what are we doing wrong? Right. When right. it's maybe not as or even, or straightforward even, as that. Right. Or even just like the internal thought of like, what's wrong with me? That becomes right. much more dangerous and much more like getting her off balance of whatever has been transpiring. And there's this need to return to that Stasis. justice. Yeah. Stasis. Yeah. Thank you for that nice big word. That you is not so a five letter word. So I cannot use it for Wordle. Stasis. No, you're right. Wouldn't work. Wouldn't work in Wordle. Um, okay. So then what else can Kyle do for their sister? How can Kyle support their sister? A better. Support that sister. Ah. Oh. What did you get? I got the two of wands and the three of wands. Oh. And I've been shuffling this deck, so. (laughs) And I got judgment and the five of swords. (laughs) So I think maybe like being there in times of sadness. And, like, you know, be reacting to how she's expressing stuff mm-hmm. and then also helping her keep an eye on, like, the bigger picture. I love the two of, two of, you two said of two wands. of wands. Two of wands and, and three two, of wands. And three of wands. Yeah. yeah. That's really pretty and sort of like a optimistic planning. Yeah. Thing. I think it goes back to you getting all witchy with it. Like, get a plan, set the plan in place, and enact it. Yeah. And be there for her yeah. when she feels down. Yeah. But also don't let her stay in the mindset that nothing will change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because there's change no way is coming. Know. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, judgment is like there's something moving. But yeah. we just don't know what. Oh, my goodness. On. And justice is just got to find that balancing the scale stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good luck, Kyle. Good, yes, luck, good luck, Kyle's sister. Yeah. And again, there are a lot of ways. The problem with ever like Googling like fertility magic stuff oh, right, is right, that right. there are so many uh, just like snake oil salesmen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So figuring out something that feels good to you and makes you feel empowered mm-hmm. to help your sister is the key. Right. But if somebody is like, oh, if you buy this tincture from me, you'll definitely not have any more problems. Right. Don't do that. No, no, no. Focus on like the energetic I want to say that Mrs. B's book has some practical stuff for fertility as well. Yeah, Mrs. probably. B's, because I think I vaguely remember her talking about like hiding some sort of like date under your bed, maybe. <laughs> All right. That was I'm a down. thing I rem- read some way. So anyway, so like, like, you know me, I'm not the person to say like, oh, these certain herbs mean certain things. But if like to you, like pomegranates mean fertility yeah, stuff, then I mean, get a pomegranate. There's like millennia yeah. of using fruit and herbs mm-hmm. to both symbolize and increase fertility that's yeah. like a, a basically a premise of like most early Fert- religions right 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 <laughs> so so just like just go go with what feels good and do that and exactly. support your sister like you have been because i'm sure exactly she and be there for her you. when it feels tense and stressful yes 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 and keep your eye on the big picture yes good definitely. luck good luck we I love, love you all so much I can't wait for my sister to want to have a baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I really think being an aunt is like old. I know. Yeah, exactly. That's my, my life goals. Goal. Life goal, auntie. <laughs>
All right, so moving on to our Patreon shoutouts. We love you, beautiful Patreon supporters. We do so much. We have been doing what we do in the shadows. We're in a brief hiatus from that because of crazy work and mental health situations. But Mm -hmm. we will be back. We will. Um, But we also have just so much there. And even if you don't feel like financially supporting us at this moment is something that you can do, there are episodes of stuff that are just available for anyone that we just have sort of accumulated on yeah. Patreon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Tons especially of stuff card there. stuff. So yeah. go check it out. There's a lot of good stuff there. And if you do feel like supporting us, we really appreciate it. It means a lot to us. It, it does so much. So, so, so much. You have no idea. Oh, and we have a Patreon shout out today. Do we you want do. To- can can you Tara? do it because I am going through the cards for our deck of the week? Yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. Tara. You are our newest Patreon supporter. We love you so much. And your card is the Ace of Swords. Ooh, I love love it. Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. Um, All right. (laughs) So do we have any announcements? I guess check our show notes. If there's anything that we want you to know, we'll put it there. Yeah, exactly. Links (laughs) are there. Oh, and also next week we will not have a new episode because Esther is going to be out of town the entire week on an island (laughs) teaching English and not having any time to herself and especially not time to record a podcast. Well, we're not, we're not even sure if I have like internet at this point. So, uh, Hey, (laughs) this could be very bare bones. (laughs) Yes, 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 yes. yes. So we will not have an episode next week and we really appreciate your understanding. Yes. Um, we try to not do this too much. It just happens that we, again, underestimated (laughs) January. It's always July and January where we're like, expecting it to be fine and then it ends up being not fine at all rachel um admin assistant of the pod please remind us in the future january and july are <laughs> off months for us thank you very much yeah. and we'll talk later and you're still not getting paid because you're not technically any admin assistant you are just the one with the brain that holds on to things <laughs> that reminds that we talk us to every day and, uh, often. <laughs> and we appreciate yes. yes we love you so much <laughs> awesome um, my timer is going to go off in one minute. Okay. Uh, you want to do the intro and then go? Yes. Okay. We will introduce our deck of the week, the Pacific Northwest Tarot by Brendan Marnell. By the and way, thinking... this episode would be great if you're also let me- baking croissants to just time this with us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like a bake along exactly. episode. <laughs> just make sure that for some annoying reason, your yeast is so active that everything's proofing literally twice as fast as it should. And you have to hustle to get this done while you're also trying to record a podcast. Um, but if you're sitting here thinking, wait a second, Holly and Esther already talked about the Pacific Northwest Tarot. What the hell are they doing? You would be incorrect. You would be great. What we did is we interviewed the creator of the Pacific Northwest Tarot. Yes. Um, and we talked a lot about his cards and his art processes and all of that. So you can refer back to that episode for a lot more in-depth conversation mm-hmm. about that. Um, it was on June 14th of this year. It will so be can... linked in the shore notes. Short, short notes. Yes. Short notes well. In the shore notes, we will link it <laughs> and you'll be able to listen to all of that for like our conversation with um, with Brendan, who we really appreciated getting to talk to. Such a sweetheart. He's so cool. And actually, if I remember correctly, I was not there for that. You were not there for that at all. But for some reason, I feel like I was. I know I listened to it. <laughs> I feel like I was there. But alas, you were there I in spirit. And that's enough. Was not there. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and with that, I'm going to go check on my croissants and then we will start our deck review. Woohoo! Hooray! <laughs> All right. I have to admit that they look like fucking croissants. Yay! Success! They seemed to have, uh, proofed at really different rates. So some of them got a little bit 
puffy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I had two little scrap pieces. Uh-huh. Ooh, look at that. And it's look very, very golden, Ooh. crunchy. Can you get this on the mic? Mm. Probably not. Yes, I'll use that crunch <laughs> as the uh, the in between, <laughs> the the transition noise. Mmm, yum. Ugh. Okay. Um. I'm definitely getting over- that bread pot. The bread pot's going on sale like literally next weekend. I'm like, I'm getting the bread pot. <laughs> the bread pot? Remember the the ceramic pot that I showed oh, you to yeah. bake bread in? To yeah. Put in the oven. I'm gonna just do it. I'm just like Esther. Just spend you it. should. I'm I mean, when it. I started, like most, like, this sounds so fucking obnoxious. So, but we're talking about the Pacific Northwest tarot, and this is why I'm like this. Um, <laughs> I swear to God, uh, I think that. When I switched to eating primarily homemade bread, my uh-huh. life felt better. Oh, yeah, yeah, Because yeah. getting your hand in, hands in some dough, maybe this is like a tourist thing, but getting my hands in dough makes me feel so much more grounded. Oh, no. And yeah. having, like, an easy way to make bread that you know is going to be fantastic every time is so fun. Well, like, this past week when I did the the pickled eggs and, like, I roasted the beets and then cut them, like, there was, like, such a grounded energy yeah like even just like having the holding the beets in my hand to me that's just like that sort of like magical cooking energy that's amazing so and especially when we're like having really really hard periods of our lives like just remembering Mm -hmm. that like ultimately our goal can't be that we do work and you know sisterhood and daughterhood and wifehood perfectly our goal is feeding ourselves and making ourselves feel good yeah (laughs) yeah it can be kind of pretty but it can I do have like that obnoxious Pacific Northwestern trait of like <laughs> what just thinking that inherently that something you have to work really hard to achieve is like mm-hmm. better. Like yeah. everyone that I know. So I went to college in Oregon, as most listeners know. So I lived there for four years, not in Portland, in Salem, which is an hour south of Portland, Oregon. Um, And I love the Pacific Northwest. It's like one of the most beautiful places in the entire world to me. And I loved living there. But there is like such that artisanal hipster thing that uh-huh. has that has existed there for the last like probably 30 years. Mm-hmm. And I picked it up there. I have so yeah. many friends from that era of my life who are like coffee professionals and beer professionals and like bakers and all those sorts of things. And I definitely share that in common with them. And I know for a fact that if my friend Lauren is not listening, that her wife, Brooke, is definitely listening. Or Uh I would hope that she still listens unless we (laughs) totally lost her along the way. Sorry, Brooke. But hey, Brooke, I am thinking a lot of Lauren (laughs) being into all of those things. Um, And it's like so it's so cool to have these passions and to get really into it. And, you know, bread making is one of those things that just can make you feel a lot better in the world. Yeah. 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 Anyway, so croissant making, general success. It's cooling down. I did uh, course correct, though, because I did not have any unsalted butter. So I used salted butter and decreased the salt in the recipe. Mm -hmm. And it's not quite salty enough. Oh, okay. Well, mistakes were made. You must have Hmm. to do it again. I actually bet that that's why my shit was proofing so fast. Probably. Yeah. I should tell Natalie. Mm -hmm. Because I was like, I don't know what's going on. It's it's the salt. I put less salt. (laughs) Yeah. And salt definitely slows down fermentation. Okay, man, I cannot wait to eat one of these later. (laughs) I'm really loving it. But anyway, Pacific Northwest Tarot. So listen to our interview with Brendan. It's fantastic. Um, It's available. It was a Kickstarter that was like wildly successful. Mm -hmm. It kickstarted right as we were releasing the episode where we interviewed him. But his goal was like $7,000 and he raised almost 100. Yeah, yeah. So this deck is like really, really 
sparking something with people, which yes. makes sense because it's fucking beautiful. The art itself is so gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I also think people generally like animal decks, although I've never considered myself somebody that likes mm-hmm. animal decks. I really like this animal deck. Yes. I also think, I mean, if you just listen to the interview with Brendan, like the authenticity, the passion, the knowledge of each animal, the, the thoughtfulness, like there mm-hmm. are some creators who will create an animal deck that shall remain la- nameless that just kind of throw things on a page and, you know, don't give a thought to it. They just want to get the Kickstarter money, you know, things like that. <laughs> Like, I mean, just, just being honest. Or they but, just like animals, but they're not, like, thinking, thinking the same being level thoughtful. of thoughtfulness. Yeah. If, like, just listening to Brendan talk about the process and the intention behind so many of these cards. Like, we, mm-hmm. we talk, we just basically, like, rouletted the decks almost. Like, just, you know, talking about favorite cards and things like that. Like, there is something to be said about, like, feeling that you get when an artist is not only passionate, but also knowledgeable and really, really takes care not only of the respect of the animals in the deck, but also of the people who will be impacted by it. Right, right. And it's just, I mean, he started this during the very beginning of the pandemic, which Mm -hmm. is two years ago now. Right, right. And it is really clear that he was using this as a lot of, like, direction of energy. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. the amount of effort put into each of the pieces of art is really amazing. It's all so visually beautiful and mm-hmm. just, like, very, very interesting. So, yeah. anyway, this is what the synopsis of the deck says now. So, the Pacific Northwest Tarot is a 78-card deck inspired by the natural wonder of this magnificent region. Each card in the deck is represented by a plant or animal that makes its home here in the Pacific Northwest. All of the artwork and lettering in the deck was done by hand. It's accompanied by a 100-page guidebook that contains basic tarot card interpretations, as well as microfiction pieces that link each card to its tarot archetype. I love Mm -hmm. the microfiction. It is so sweet. And then 10% of this first edition of the deck goes to conservation nonprofits in the Pacific Northwest. Mm -hmm. So... You can be supporting a good cause and also get this really beautiful deck. Honestly, I don't even think you have to be from the Pacific Northwest no. or have know anything about it to feel connected with the cards because a lot of the, first of all, it's just really pretty, yeah. but also a lot of the creatures that are in it are things that exist outside of the Pacific Northwest also um, and or are just things that you can like relate to pretty right. strongly. Yeah, like archetypally. often used. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. So the level of reader it's appropriate for, all of the names are the same as a mm-hmm. standard Rider Waite Smith deck. So yeah. I do think that this would be a great like second deck or even yeah. first deck because the booklet is actually really complete yes. uh, with meanings and microfictions and all of that. And it's so pretty that if this feels like something that you really like, then mm-hmm. it could easily be somebody's first deck. Oh, totally. Yeah. The All of the... I mean, I'm, I'm just going to say, I don't have a hunk card because all of them make sense. Like, yeah. in reading the microfictions, like, it, again, it goes to the intent of the creator where it's like, oh, I understand why, you, you know, he used this animal for this. Yeah. Because at first, looking at it, you may not get it, but then you go into, and it's not like a microfiction, like, where they're not, where it's based on, like, you know, fantasy of these animals. No, it's, it's based like in reality. to get you into their, right. into their world. Exactly. And so it's not, like, completely out of, you know the parameter of like animal species that, you know, things are going on. It's very yeah. logical, you know, stuff. So anybody who is familiar with like a spider or a certain sp- type of spider can, you know, 
relate can to relate it. to the high totally. priestess being the spider. Totally. Uh, it is a standard size. It's 350 GSM, and it has a black matte edge, which is it. so pretty. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like, so we both backed that. He sent us uh, review copies before we interviewed him. But then we also backed the Kickstarter yeah. because we were just such big fans. And I'm so glad we did because yes. the final result is so beautiful with the black edges. Mm-hmm. The deck is a magnetic, like, flip mm-hmm. box yes. situation. Um, and it's just like incredible cardstock. The 350 GSM with the soft matte finish and the mm-hmm. black edges is like sort of creme de la creme. Yeah, it was like it French feels... kissing. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. We're feeling all French because of my <laughs> croissant making. Um, but yeah, it's just like it's so good to shuffle. It feels so sturdy, mm-hmm. but then having the black edges makes it look so sh- like chic. Yes, yes, very much so. Yeah, it's just it's just very complete. Like every little small detail was thought of, and you can tell. Yeah. Absolutely. Super, super thoughtful. So you can get it on Etsy. That's like the primary place where he's selling it these days. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely do so if you're at all interested. It's super worth it. Yes, definitely. Um, and yeah, the deck feels... Esther, do you want to talk about how the deck feels to start? Uh, emotionally, it feels like crying. <laughs> like like any anytime, anytime I like look at this deck, like... I. I'm an animal person, if you did not know. Yeah. <laughs> Your what? My what? What do you have? And um, I, like, I'm always so, like, looking out for the honoring of animals in decks. Mm-hmm. And, like, this is just so respectful every step of the way to the animal species and nature as we know it. And, like, even like trees and flowers and other things like that like it is extremely thoughtful in trying to in trying to relate these archetypes that we are so familiar with to the natural world and it's flawless yeah totally and he doesn't like shy away from animals that aren't like popular or beautiful or there's a lot of insect stuff there's a mole fungus stuff (laughs) The uh, beetles that eat the hops, I yeah. really thought was interesting because uh-huh. hops are like one of the primary agricultural exports of that region. Mm-hmm. So having like a card that has like a plight on that right. specific plant is really cool. Yeah. Um, I agree. It just feels like very, like the feeling when you're sitting on a bed of pine needles. Yeah. Like kind of buffeted in mm-hmm. some ways and just very like, peaceful and thoughtful and yeah. I, and quiet in some yes, ways. Yes, very just really, serene really and quiet. Yeah. Yeah. I originally had 11 favorites oh, before I narrowed it I had it like a third six. of the deck out. And I was like, yeah. Esther, this is too much. I know you're a fangirl already. You need to back it off a little bit. I know, I know. We don't want to scare Brendan. We already did when we were emailing to set up the interview when that happened because we were so enthusiastic <laughs> to, like towards him. I don't think he knew what he was getting in. Oh, oh getting I know, I know. It's us. true. Um, I guess I actually had three cards that I included in the huh section. Okay. Not because they're like truly huh, uh-huh. but just because I wanted to talk about them, but they're not. I wanted to keep my okay. favorites down to six. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So the only one that's kind of a huh is the Empress, just because it's a hair. Oh, yeah. Huh. And the focus is really on like womb, like oh, uh, energy. Warren energy. Okay, okay. And I always like it when an Empress can be more about like creative output into the world mm-hmm. rather than just like womb energy. So that's my only card that I'm kind of like, eh, whatever. Okay, okay. Yeah, Take yeah. It or leave it. It's still really, really pretty though, the mm-hmm. actual hair itself. Has like all of these, uh, I think probably lupin or lavender in the foreground. 
Um, and then Poppy's in the background and it just looks very, very like alert, but present. So yes. And still a great piece of art. Mm-hmm. And then the other two cards that I wanted to mention that aren't some of my favorites, but I still think are worth mentioning are the three of swords. Oh yes. Which is a bird laying on a bed of rose petals. Mm-hmm. And so it's sort of like honoring the death of yeah. the bird. It's obviously a dead bird. It probably smashed into a window or something because it just looks very peaceful and stunned. Like it's not anything gruesome. Right. Which I appreciate in an animal deck because I do think that people tend to go a little bit more gruesome with -hmm. with animal decks and the Three of Swords. So I really, really like that. Yeah. And then the other one that I really like but I didn't have space for is the Nine of Cups, which is like a pearl. Oh, yes. Uh Uh-huh. Mollusk. What are those things called? Oysters. And the color differential of the full-blown external part of the shell versus the internal part of the shell versus the actual, like, muscle itself of the of the um, oyster is just so pretty. The colors are just really interesting. And then the watercolor nature of the pearl within the oyster is just completely gorgeous. So I wanted to mention that, too. Yes, 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 yes. But I just couldn't have an oyster be one of my six favorite cards. <laughs> Okay, so what are your other favorites while we're here? <laughs> okay. I think that we talked about this before, but death being yes. mushrooms, mushrooms is so cool. The mushrooms, I love that as a symbol for death anyway, but this specific mushroom, these specific mushrooms are growing out of sort of like decaying leaf matter. And the leaves themselves are probably oak leaves and they're all like beautiful brown and tan. And it feels like such a strong death card because the um well first of all the mushrooms are at all sorts of different stages so one of them is like barely out of the ground and one of them is sort of like on the end of its life which I really like but I just always love a mushroom as death yeah me too they're so cool and with the devil that's the card that has the weevil or whatever let me Mm -hmm. see what it actually says um in the guidebook okay so it's the Japanese beetle and it's on hops Mm-hmm. So the devil means hedonism, addiction, excess, temptation, lust, obsession, and oppression. And then the micro fiction says, so there's like a, on the West coast, there are a lot of, um, I'm sure it happens in other places too, but we have like citrus inspectors that come through our neighborhood to check all of our citrus trees oh, yeah. to look for this one specific kind of like some sort of Asian beetle that can just like decimate an entire citrus population. Mm-hmm. So there are some like, you know, the downside of globalization and trade is that then pests from other parts of the world can get to your stuff or whatever. So apparently that's a big problem with hops and the Japanese beetle, but it says the microfiction is the devil always comes from outside. It's the voice whispering in your ear, the monkey on your back, the invasive beetle stripping your leaves to skeletons. But if the devil comes from the outside, why does it take root so easily? This beetle has no natural predators. The leaves and grasses wait to be devoured defenseless a land ripe for consumption, a heart ripe for temptation. Like you were waiting for it. Like maybe it's not the outsider you thought it was. Better rip it out by its roots before it takes hold. So you can kind of get that sort of like vibe of like removing temptation from it. And it's also just a really pretty card because hops are a really beautiful plant. Mm -hmm. And the beetles are these really great orange, like very vibrant orange beetles. And you can see the leaves that they've sort of devoured. And you can see that they're kind of getting onto the hops and it's just a really cool, like lack of power feeling because Mm -hmm. it does feel so powerless when there's some sort of insect eating your crops. Yeah. Um, I have four more. I also, where should I start? Let me start with the cups. So 
the five of cups is I don't even know what kind of animal it is, but I just like that white washed stump so oh, much. Yes. yes, yes, yes. So it's some sort of stump and it has this little, I don't know. It's a fisher probably... is the five of cups. Sorry, I'm already in the cups because a lot of my cards, spoiler alert, are cups. Are cups. Oh, so. shocking because <laughs> the cups are almost all water, <laughs> watery yep. animals. Yep. So the five of cups, the fisher, I don't even know what the fisher is. It's some sort of creature it's sometimes the fire wins sometimes it ruthlessly takes everything burning homes and lives into a thick black smoke and brutal white ash sometimes it spares nothing and even the most resilient tree succumb to its hunger so i think it's the stump there that it's talking about oh yeah and just life rejuvenating out Mm -hmm. of the stump because there's all like the tree itself is regrowing at the base Mm -hmm. and then it's also sheltering some flowers that are growing amongst the stump and it's just really pretty i like the blue sky background and then the regrowth of that Mm -hmm. of that uh trunk is really really beautiful and kind of the feelings of disappointment is great too yeah about that part he said the land may always be scarred with the memory of its trauma but new life will grow from the ash fed soil soil oh i love it (laughs) so good all right then for the four of swords it's the sea anemone and i love an anemone being included i just think that they're so cool and this one's really beautiful because of all the purples and Mm -hmm. dark blues and the blackness of the ocean yeah. surrounded by this really beautiful sage green kelp. It's just like a very visually stunning card. And yeah. I really like it. Oh, I love that. And then my last two cards are both pentacles. So one is the seven of pentacles, which is the, I think, black reared bee or something. What is mm-hmm. it called? Um, again, the actual car, the actual animal itself matters less than the feeling that it evokes, which is definitely effective, even mm-hmm. black-tailed bumblebee, even though I couldn't come up with that initially. But it's basically black bees. They have, um, what is that stuff called? Pollen. Why have I lost this word? Yeah, they have pollen on their little <laughs> I, legs. Like, Thank you, know. Esther. <laughs> That's pollen on their word. little legs. <laughs> and then it's, I think, probably some sort of like, mulberry or something but it's just sort of this really beautiful dark blue maybe just blueberries dark blue berries with this really beautiful green um like greenery jesus christ holly get a grip and then the bees are just so sweet. huckleberries I love a bee. huckleberries <laughs> oh and it does say that in there yeah it was at the very end yeah so I just love, first of all, I love a bee being a seven of pentacles anyway because of the hardworking stuff. But I also just love the actual colors and use of movement and all of that that's happening there. And then I love a nurse log. So my final favorite card is the six of pentacles. Uh Nurse logs are so cool. And it's basically when a tree falls and the rotting base tree still shoots out life of that same tree. So it's basically like if a fallen tree keeps growing, but all of the trees grow straight up. Mm -hmm. So it creates these like long, like perfectly straight lines of trees that are all the same tree from one falling down. Mm -hmm. So I like that as a six of pentacles because the spirit of giving is there without it being literally somebody choosing to give something to someone else. It's almost like an involuntary giving. Yeah but in a really beautiful and transformative way and supportive way. And I just think it's really pretty with the greenery, all of the moss, there's some fungus on the side of the, of Mm the um, log. And then there's a bowl in there too. And that's because the rodents can also like participate in the 
ecosystem that gets created from these nurse logs. And I just really love it. It's a beautiful card and a beautiful meaning. Yeah. Now I want to hear about your faves. Okay. I'm going to mention that this, okay, this is like probably the most amazing, one of the most amazing, (laughs) um, what is this? Little white books. That's not a little white book. It's actually Mm -hmm. kind of pretty thick. Like just not only the, the animal descriptions, the, the micro fictional, like little stories that help adapt them to like our understanding. Uh huh. But also, like, the spreads are super thoughtful. There's a rainy day spread for gray days and dreary moments. And I was like, oh, you That's know sweet. me so well. And, and then there's, there's a land acknowledgement at the very beginning. Yes, the land acknowledgements. Like, it's just also thoughtful. And so it's definitely, like, worth checking out this little white book. Because yeah. we don't say that often, but this one really is worth it, to be honest. Yeah. One of the best ones in literal years, in my opinion. Especially this size, because everything yes. fits into a magnetic box. So it isn't, like adding all these thoughtful spreads and interesting meanings made it so that it had to be in a weird, gigantic situation. Exactly. Exactly. And it's not like over, overdone fluff either. Yeah. Some of it can be kind of fluffy, but this is not one of those books. So my favorite cards, uh, first is the alligator lizard, the Northern alligator lizard, the eight of, Ah, the eight of cups. And she has shed her skin behind her and she's moving forward towards those cups. And I just love that imagery of her just scooting along, moving forward to those, like doing that eight of cups, little shimmy. So yeah, <laughs> the eight of cups, shimmy, the eight of cups, shimmy. Cause that's what lizards do when they shed their skin. They do like a little shimmy to make sure everything's off and off. handy. <laughs> like literally like half of the, I have my, more than half of my, uh, my cards here. Are all cups. They're all oh, cups. They're all cups. <laughs> Not all reptiles. <laughs> Not all just reptiles. All yeah, just all cups. Um, my favorite is one of the one, another one I wanted to mention was the ten of cups. This was the one that Brendan mentioned. I believe that is his that signifies his family. Yeah, and oh, I just love it so sweet. much. The swallows that are in a tree, and there's like a yeah. like a mom and a dad bird taking care of the babies, and it's just so so beautiful and serene. And like uh, to me, like the picture of what a family is. Like a family doesn't have to be human. A family can be whatever you choose it to be. And so that's yeah. why I really like this sort of depiction of a family because, you know, sometimes family is not generations. Sometimes it's just yeah. you and your partner or just you. Yeah. So, uh, my next favorite is the six of cups, which are the little baby octopus. Oh my God. They're so, they're so transparent cute. and they're adorable. So like in the way that the transparency happens still blows my mind. I feel like Brendan and I talked about it when he was here, but I was uh. just like, what on earth? Like, how does this artistically happen? Tell me, Brendan, tell me. Okay. <laughs> I love them. They're just so cute so and little cute and, and like we with their tiny little legs. They are so sweet and painful. And there was, yeah. So there's more in the episode. If you want to know more about like the cards is in the episode, so listen to it. Yes. Um, the chariot has the gray whale and mm-hmm. I love, let me, I'm going to read the one for this one. Cause it's so, so, so good. So just a, please hold for the chariot. Please hold for the chariot. <laughs> um, let's see. I'm going to probably read like the last half. Um, or I'll just, okay. At the gray whale, a, the gray whale side, a low croak, croak of pleasure and exhaustion as finally the current began to sweep her forward. The pod had be- had been swimming for days, often fighting against the pushing swells and pools of tides. Now the ocean was working with them. And then there's some, like, talk about there being a struggle. Um, and then when she eventually turned out of the current, it was with less regret than she might have expected. She found hmm. she carried the ocean strength within her. How, she wondered, could I be the current that carries my pod along? So it's Aww. less about, like, the water around pushing you, but that you're the one that's forging the current. Yeah. 
That's really so sweet. beautiful. Like going to cry the whole entire episode. Um, the two of swords. It's just cute. <laughs> the little mole. little mole. And I just love it's it so, so much. Like, just <laughs> the look colors at the are also really great because it's like kind of this light purple yeah. ground and this blue. Yeah. It's just really pretty. It's just so, it's just so like the blank space does so much to talk about. Like it says so much about this image. Like that use of blank space is like the aloneness of the mole and the wondering of like kind of what to do next. Mm-hmm. And the the aloneness in that decision is just amazing. And my favorite card of the whole deck. Let me get the right name for this, this little, uh, this little thing. And Brendan and I have talked about this because this card is me. Like I know he did not design this card after me but this card is me <laughs> you hadn't met by the time it was we done had not however met. we had not met but this is my card it's the dungeness crab mm-hmm. the four of cups oh my god it's so cute it is so cute and just i'm and not gonna read the description because i'm not gonna be crying on the podcast yet again but maybe you should read it so that no. we can get you to cry again no it's okay i'm fine <laughs> i don't need it right now but i'm just saying this like just crab energy. I mean, I'm like, you know, Cancer Moon Rising and many other things with water and the moon and crabs. <laughs> but just the affirmation that can come with this as well as like that call that it's okay. You don't need to like always go hide in your little hiding Yeah, little the reminder the being you know, part and of the world is and, okay. And sort of like also you're seen even if you are in your hidey hole. Yeah. Like that that in itself is also very powerful when you're having those moments so anyway this was just french kiss of a deck i will not french kiss of a deck but like <laughs> like chef kiss of a deck <laughs> oh i was thinking tongues Kissing oh yeah tongues. i know i know so i was like i was like whoop gonna retract that and try it again <laughs> more of a wah wah exactly wah. It's, it's just perfection and it's one of my like favorites yeah i was really excited to talk about it again because it is it just deserves um more attention i love it it's for sort of spotlight so much and i'm so 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 glad that brendan got through with orders so we could talk about it exactly all right should we pull a card for our relationships with the deck Uh, yes oh i got the nine of cups I'll take it. Okay, one, two, three, four. Gotta count. Five, six, seven. The Queen of Pentacles. Look at the Mrs. Oh, beaver Esther. on the dam. Well, the beaver so was cute. one of the ones that I put back. I love it so much. <laughs> so cute. Ah, Such a good deck. So good. That's a good Yeah. All right. Well, that's our show. Don't forget to send us your questions. You can find all of our contact information at wildlytarot.com, including a form with which to submit questions. I've said this before and I'll say it again. If you sent us a question in like winter, like February or sorry, November, December that had a two week time turnaround, we will not get to that because I don't want to try to answer a question if the situation's already been resolved. Yes. So in general, if you submitted a question even months and months ago that had a limited time period that you that we didn't get to it in feel free to resubmit it with Mm -hmm. updates and a a more you know up-to-date time period because we do want to get your questions but we don't want to answer something if you asked us the question six weeks ago and wanted a turnaround of two weeks because the chances are really high that you already resolved it on your own so yeah exactly just resubmit those things we don't mind you're not bugging us and we're more than happy to get to the those eventually yeah yeah totally 
and also tell your friends about us write and review us it helps us grow i mean like the algorithm stuffs as we know from selling books on amazon and trying yep. to get like you know on spotify um we have a really great rating now um so you can uh because Is of holly's five song i think it's just holly's five stars <laughs> oh, so dang. so please Maybe other people will review us too yes so please rate us and review us wherever you listen to your podcast it's always super helpful and helps other people find us and we're always just so appreciative of your kind words oh my gosh we have 26 five-star reviews thanks everybody on spotify yeah what is going on 26 awesome <laughs> oh maybe gosh. everyone listens on spotify maybe now. they do i do okay i tried to look the other day for 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 our reviews and i could not find it at all but i'm also a dumbass when it comes to some so you are not when it comes to, to certain that apps about my i am esther okay fine that's fine. certain apps i am uh, you can also follow us on Instagram at Wildly Tarot Podcast or join our awesome Facebook community by searching for Wildly Tarot Podcast on Facebook. And also join our Discord server. And we have merch on our Redbubble shop. We're going to be adding some sparkly new merch in the next coming weeks. So be on Woo-hoo! the alert for that. And yeah. all the weeks, all of the weeks, all of the links to everything imaginable are always in our show notes. To find show notes, just in case you're wondering, you can swipe in your app. Either left, right, up, down. Just swipe. Just try things. Swipe around. Swipe around. And you can find them that way. Or um, on our website, we have a section for our show. And you can go to our show notes there. Show notes there. Yeah, totally. Yep. Maybe we'll put a picture of my croissants up this week. Ooh, croissants. (laughs) Can you send them to me and they won't be moldy? I wish. The recipe fully says best within three hours. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) You've got... Need I'm going to gonna have to, Nathan and I are going to eat eight croissants in the next day. So get ready for it, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and remember, go forth and tarot wildly this we week. We love you so much. We croissant so wildly, much. everybody. Croissant, croissant wildly. wildly. Pickle everything. <laughs> Pickle everything and croissant wildly. I love it. And I love you. I love you. 